Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About Clutter. I'm your host, Margot Statton, and today we're going to be talking about eliminating visual clutter from our homes. Specifically, I will be sharing some easy and effective tips to help you reduce visual clutter and create a more peaceful and organized home space. Visual clutter is one of the most common challenges when it comes to home organization. Whether it's a cluttered kitchen countertop, a messy table, or an overwhelming amount of knickknacks, visual clutter can make a space feel cramped and uninviting. The good news is that the simple tips that I'm going to be talking about today will help you quickly identify those pesky areas of visual clutter and deal with them. If you've ever watched any of my YouTube videos, you know that for me, visual clutter makes my eye twitch. Not only that, I don't know if you've ever realized, maybe you have a ton of clutter on your kitchen countertop and then you like clear it off and maybe it only takes you five minutes, but the end result is night and day. So what I've come to notice is that visual clutter makes our homes appear messier and less tidy than they actually are. It also tricks us oftentimes into believing that having that area be clean and tidy is going to take a long time. And it actually doesn't. There are so many little things that we can do around our space to eliminate or maybe just simply reduce the amount of visual clutter, and all of a sudden, your space will feel much more tidier, much more airy, much more peaceful. So let's jump into number one. And first, before you even begin to declutter, right? Before you even begin to be like, okay, what do I tackle? You wanna walk around your space and you want to identify areas in your home that tend to accrue the most amount of visual clutter. So for most of us mamas, it's probably the kitchen and the bathroom countertops and of course, our kids' rooms. You wanna first take inventory of what items are actually there and then simply identify if they have a home to go to. Here's a tip. If you find that there are certain items that are accruing on surfaces that don't actually belong there. So for example, maybe you walk into the house and you are tossing your coats on the couch or your keys and mail on the kitchen countertop. That means that those items probably don't have an actual home to go to. This is incredibly common with mail, keys, sunglasses, and such. So every single item in your space has to have a home to go to. If it does not, it will typically accrue on some type of surface. So take inventory of where you accrue the most amount of visual clutter right? Typically this is on our surfaces and then identify the items that are, that are there and ask yourself, do they belong here? And if they don't put them in their home or find them a new home. If the items that are accruing on that surface truly belong there, but it appears messy and untidy and unkept, then you might need to declutter. And also you might need to consider what items should actually stay on that surface. So kitchen countertops are notorious for this because we are constantly in our kitchens, we're cooking, we're, you know, it's meal prep, it's meals. I mean, 
We are in and out of our kitchens dozens of times in a day. So our kitchen countertops tend to be magnetic for clutter. And oftentimes, if you're like me living in a very small space, you probably don't have enough kitchen countertop space to begin with. So you really want to ensure that the items that you're keeping on your kitchen countertops are the things that you actually need and use frequently. And when I say frequently, multiple times a day. So if, for example, you're holding on to a blender on your kitchen countertop, that's creating visual clutter because it is bulky, but you only use that blender once a week or once every two weeks, well, you might consider moving it into a drawer or a cabinet. And then when I, whenever I say this, I always get the response from somebody, but Margo, I don't have enough space in my cabinets. And my response, you can probably guess it, is you probably need to declutter those cabinets and drawers first to make space to house the items that are currently creating visual clutter on top of your counter space. Next recommendation to removing visual clutter from your space is a very, very simple one, and it is to remove ugly labels and tags from items. So what do I mean by this? So oftentimes we buy things and it's cleaning products that we have maybe sitting out and about, or maybe it's dishwashing liquid. It's our shampoo and conditioner bottles. There are all of these things that just walk around your space. There are all of these things, bottles and such and boxes that have all of these very, very colorful, incredibly distracting labels on them. Whenever you can remove the labels. If you're working with something that's glass and you're like, I can't peel this label off. It's not coming off. Here's a hack. Take a blow dryer and then blow dry the tag or I mean the sticker for 30 seconds. It will come right off. Which leads me into my next tip of reducing a visual clutter. Now, again, all of these things are quick, simple, and easy to do and shouldn't take you that much time. Whenever you can, transfer things like dish soap, bathroom soap, shampoos, conditioners. It could be, you know, coffee, tea, whatever you have out and about. Again, I'm not talking about any items that are behind closed doors. I'm talking about the items that are out and about sitting on top of surfaces and transfer those things to alternate containers, right? So invest in containers that are uniform, right? So maybe it's a set of three white bottles with, you know, beautiful, elegantly elegantly written labels that say shampoo, conditioner, and body wash, instead of having an eclectic, colorful array of bottles. Don't believe me? try it out. It makes a world of difference when you create uniformity and you transfer whatever liquid you can into alternate matching containers that should, and this should go without saying, that should match the decor and the style of your space. Next up to reduce visual clutter is to tidy up before you leave a space. This is a good practice for everything, right? So tidying up or maybe having a daily reset routine will actually maintain your home clean and tidy. But oftentimes we have surfaces in our home. So for example, a coffee table or maybe a nightstand that tends to attract visual clutter in the form of cups and plates and magazines and books and who knows what else. 
tidy up before you leave a space. So if you drank that cup of coffee, don't leave it on the coffee table. Instead, bring it into the kitchen, put it in the sink. If you really want to get an A++, wash it and put it away. Visual clutter, like I mentioned earlier, is something that can be avoided. And if it's actually there, it only takes a few seconds of your time to pick it up in the form of tidying up. So this is an incredible habit to build. And it's to tidy up daily. It's to put things where they belong before they accrue visual clutter, before they accrue on top of surfaces. And one of the best and easiest way to do this is going back to a previous tip is to ensure that every single item in your space has a home to go to. And while this podcast episode is not about organization, but the easier and the simpler it is to take things out and put them back, the more likely you are to comfortably build the habit of maintaining and tidying up and putting things away. We tend to find that if putting away an item requires more than two steps, most people are not going to do it. This is why you probably have heard me say over and over again, this is something that we encounter with cleaning, is that your cleaning supplies should be kept where you use them. Why? We will not go out of our way to get a multi-purpose cleaner in a completely different room. But if the cleaner is right there underneath your bathroom sink, right in the cabinet, then you are going to take it out, clean whatever the spill is and put it back in. So we are creatures of habit and convenience. The easier it is for us to tidy up, the easier and the more accessible it is for us to take an item out or put it back, the more likely we are to actually do it. Not only that, the more likely other family members or roommates that you might have are also going to be inclined to put things back where they belong. My next tip to eliminating visual clutter is more of like a cheater's hack, (laughs) but I 100% subscribe to it. And that is a fall in love with a junk drawer. Every home should have a junk drawer. Now, let me preface this by saying you should not have a junk drawer in every single room of your house, okay? There shouldn't be like an ambush of junk drawers. However, having one or two junk drawers strategically placed around the house will actually really help you in tidying up or reducing or eliminating visual clutter because we oftentimes are in a rush or maybe we're like running through the kitchen or the living room and we encounter some random item and we're like, I don't even, I can't begin to even remember where the heck I need to put this. Put it in the junk drawer and then declutter your junk drawer once a month. But I absolutely love and encourage every single one of you to have a junk drawer. The less stuff you have, the less visual clutter you accrue. So if you haven't done so already, I highly encourage you to first do a massive atomic declutter of your space. And you don't have to do it all in one day, in one sitting. It can take you a month, two months, three months, four months. You will have a much easier time maintaining a clean and tidy space if your home has only a little bit of clutter in it. And why I say a little bit is because no home is clutter free. Okay, that is almost impossible, especially if you're a parent, especially if you have pets, you have partners, there's always going to be a revolving door of clutter. But the rule of thumb is that more things should 
leave your home, then enter your home. And you will find that eliminating visual surface clutter is going to be much easier when you frankly have less stuff. Next, when it comes to eliminating visual clutter is you want to focus on organizing high traffic areas. So these are your entryway, your kitchen, your living room, your bathroom, your dining room, maybe it's your office. If you really want to reap the benefits and the rewards of of feeling like your home is clutter-free, tackle high traffic areas. Organize high traffic areas. I can't say this enough. I teach this in my group coaching program, which is actually starting um, in September. Focusing on high traffic areas will yield the most amount of reward. And it's because these are the areas that are our eye twitch areas. And if we can eliminate visual clutter, have those spaces organized in such a way where it's maintained in its cleanliness and its tidiness, it's incredibly rewarding. I typically recommend that students start with decluttering and organizing their entryway. And why do I do this? I do this because your entryway is the first thing that you see when you walk into the home, right? So we talk about first impressions. Literally, imagine you had a very stressful day at work, right? And you come home and the first thing that you encounter is a messy entryway. How does that make you feel? Think about prioritizing high traffic areas first. If you are interested, my group coaching program, Clutter Management Academy, is starting enrollment today. I'm incredibly excited. It's a 12-week program where we do live trainings and and I teach you how to declutter, clean, organize, and maintain your home. For more information, I'll leave a link in the description. Just something that I find is important to note because a lot of folks tend to jump into organization. Um, Whenever we're talking about reducing visual clutter, you kind of catch, it becomes an addiction and you kind of catch the home organization bug, which is a wonderful thing. So if you're going to be investing in organizing areas of your home to eliminate visual and surface clutter, just keep in mind, measure before you buy. I also highly recommend to everyone to play around with shoe boxes and stuff that you already have in your home to see if your organization functions well for you and your family before investing money into upgrading and, you know, those fancy containers and such. Next, huge culprit and a great way to eliminate visual clutter is to tackle your mail and your paperwork right away. Our dining room tables, our counters tend to accrue a lot of mail and paperwork. Paperwork, honestly, is really one of those things where we should be decluttering it at a minimum once a month because a certain amount of paperwork will always accrue in some spaces. A great hack for this is tackle your mail right away. So you picked up mail from your mailbox, immediately keep the bills and whatever is important, store it in a mail caddy and everything else, rip up, shred, whatever, get rid of it. The best way to prevent paper clutter is to tackle it right away. And if you can't tackle it right away, you should have maybe a filing system or for example, I'm a mama, I have a bin that my daughter knows to put her paperwork into. And then once a month, me and her sit down and we go through that bin. So yes, we do to a certain extent have paperwork piling up, but it is confined to a bin. And once the bin starts to 
to overflow, which again is typically monthly because kids come back with a lot of paperwork. Then we declutter it. So tackle your mail and paperwork. I will tell you this, and I sympathize with your situation. If you are somebody who already has a lot of paper clutter, it is a pain in the butt to declutter. But once you do, once you invest, you know, a day, a week, a month, several months into decluttering paperwork and hopefully also organizing and creating some kind of system to prevent future paper clutter, it's going to be so much easier. But tackle your mail and your paperwork right away. Another culprit, if you have kids for visual clutter, are their toys. Their toys take over the entire house. That is just kind of how it goes. (laughs) So I feel like toys are something that we are tidying up and we're cleaning up on a daily basis. So please don't feel bad if you have toys that, you know, if it feels like a tornado went through your home on a daily basis, you know, this is why an, an evening reset routine should exist where you essentially, once the kiddos are done playing, whether it's with them if they're old enough, um, or just you at the end of the day, you pick everything up and you put it back where it belongs. Again, easy access for this is great. What also works for some families is having designated bins in the areas where the kids tend to play with toys, where at the end of each day, you can essentially pick up all the toys off the couch, off the floor, off the tables, and just collectively dump it into that bin. The next one is, (laughs) this really makes my eye twitch, and it is hiding wires between computers and laptops and cell phones and charging stations and a slew of other equipment wires and you know irons and blenders and tea kettles it's like wires galore up in some of our houses wires contribute a lot to visual clutter and there are so many creative ways that you can hide wires. There are these little clips that you can purchase on Amazon. I'll leave a link to them in the description and you essentially tag it to the back of the appliance and you're able to twirl the wire around it and the wire is no longer creating that look of visual clutter. Same thing maybe when it comes to your office. Again, we have tons and tons and tons of wires just hanging down from the computer, the printer and whatnot. There are so many creative ways that you can hide those wires. If you even have a nail or a hook around the house, you can pin it to a wall and you can just loop the wires on top of it. The point is it's going to be like night and day when you hide your wires. Such a simple thing to do. And finally, and this is probably my favorite way to eliminate, reduce visual clutter in your home, and that is to eliminate surfaces all together. And you're probably like, you are crazy, Margo. So I'm going to share a little story. I used to have a coffee table in my living room that would constantly accrue a ton of clutter and it made my eye twitch. It drove me absolutely insane. And I would literally be tidying up multiple times a day. And I felt like the second I would walk away and come back, something else would be sitting on top of it. It would drive me nuts. That and the fact that Most people in my household just like refuse to use a coaster. I don't know. Let me know. Does that drive you nuts? Not using a coaster and leaving those rings. So anyways, so what I ended up doing, I went incredibly atomic and I just donated the coffee table. Kid you not. Sometimes 
the best solution is just to eliminate unnecessary surfaces. The truth is surfaces are magnetic for clutter. So they're always going to accrue visual clutter. So that kind of leads to the point that the more surfaces you have, the more visual clutter you have. So you know what? Sometimes you got to be ruthless and atomic. So Maybe walk around your space and evaluate the amount of surfaces you have and maybe the amount of furniture you have and see where there's just visual clutter accruing on some of them. And it might make sense to just get rid of the surface completely, the item completely, and therefore you say goodbye to visual clutter. I hope you found these tips helpful and that you'll be able to apply them to your own space. Thank you so much for listening. As always, good luck on your decluttering journey and remember to be good to yourselves.